Oh, hey, what's up, Alice? Good to see you. Uh, we got the uh, regular round table here tonight. We got David next to me. David, the dormouse. The dormouse. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, dormouse, so Dave, dormouse. I, I just christened you the dormouse. So. Oh, wow. That's fucking legendary dormouse. I'm and it just always so. coveted title. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Neef is here, the Mad Hatter. Or excuse me, wow, the March Hare, Mad Hatter is uh, absolutely. I even have it written like right here. Yeah, it's like down there. Wow. Any, that's a good way to start it. This completely misrepresent you. Completely misrepresent. Uh, speaking yeah. of Mad Hatter, where is he? Where are you? I, yeah, where's the Mad Hatter is absent tonight, um, unexplained reasons. Um, but we, in recompense, have Carter joining us. And we got Trapper in the house. How's it going, guys? Good, how about you, man? Wonderful Doing night. Um, let me just say, uh, Trapper and Carter are both just dripping on us tonight. Uh, Carter's got the mansion that he's flexing. And Trapper's got yeah. all this fucking ink that's uh, new to us and new to Alice. So um, do you mind just uh, showing Alice real quick, if, if you don't mind, if that's cool? Nah, like I, 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 I don't mind. Uh, we got some beautiful, lots of anime, all anime. Dude, I, I can't love even show all of it so much. Yeah. Oh shit. To the naked oh girl. fuck, dude. Yeah. Wow. It's not finished yet. I think you showed me that. That's awesome. Have I not? Yeah, she, she, she's uh, NSFW. So. <laughs> <laughs> she's not yeah, safe for the podcast <laughs> that's what's up i didn't get a good look okay cool well that's awesome um i i really like your uh, gara when we were just talking about that you were telling me i that, appreciate it yeah that's the kanji for love in chinese and japanese you were telling me mm -hmm. that's that's pretty cool that as crossover we were just kind of getting into that before you got here alice um the first thing I want to talk to you guys about that uh, me and Carter were talking about this earlier. Um, I want to talk about monsters conceptually. Um, like monsters are one of our oldest archetypes, like along with the hero. And um, excuse me. Um, and I don't really mean the villain so much as I mean the uh, the uh, monster. monster monster being a non-standard character i guess because you know monster is actually a term that means you know it could be good or bad you know it's yeah it's, it's, i guess that's, it's, that's it's, also usually has to do with fear but you, if you're talking about a storyline you're talking about you have your normal characters and you have you know your hero or your villain sometimes a villain's a monster. Sometimes a hero can be a monster, but a monster is a different, it's an archetype of its own is what you're kind of saying. I think that's where yes. you're coming at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. There's a difference between a monster and a villain, right? Um, so uh, getting, getting into, into monsters. monsters. Um, the, me and Carter were talking about um, there is a, uh, a yokai in Japanese lore. It's in the game... Uh, Neo, if anyone here has played that, I know Carter has. Um, there's this um, 
I forget what it's Wonderful called. Game. Yeah, the, the term escapes me, but there's a name for this specific um, creature. It's it's uh, half woman, half spider, and it lives in like caves and abandoned homes. And um, it has like very like um, like succubus or um, like siren qualities to it, where it'll lure men in and then eat them essentially, which seems to be like a common trope with monsters. And me and Carter were just kind of talking about how that kind of fear is the same kind of fear that's present, that's present in like a killer clown. Because a clown is, it. what's scary about that is that like, it's supposed to be something innocent, but it, it, it like uh, betrays that in well, some the, way. The luring thing comes from the siren. The idea of the sirens, you know, on the sea. I think that's one of the earliest of that idea of monsters, if you will. The, you know, the monster or the evil thing that lures you or angles you like an angler with something that perceived to be good. You know, the sirens called, uh, I'm going to get all my Greek mythology mixed up. But anyway, whoever it was they called on the ship, the idea was men on, these, on the boats for all these weeks would hear these women singing. And they would be chanting to come here. It's peaceful, chill out, yada, yada. And they would go near. And next thing you know, it was like jagged rocks and stuff. And they'd crash and they'd be stuck there. Or it was actually a beast. Or, you know, there's all different versions of it. But it's that concept, the, the alluring, the siren. Right. I guess that, that even goes into, like, animals because of the uh, the fish that has that little angler. Light. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. An angler. Yeah. And make it, it tricks fish into thinking there's a light, and then you know they feel safe. They go up to it, and then boom. Yep. <laughs> it's nothing. I uh, feel like Joe Rogan, but I was gonna say, Jamie, can you pull up a video? Uh, there's this uh, whole shit going on with this guy's TikTok account, and it actually just got banned, and no one knows why it got banned. But he works on a fisherman boat, and uh, he was. He made some videos on TikTok and he was talking about, do you hear, I love listening to the dolphins at night. And uh, when you could hear the sound, it almost sounded like singing, like a very high pitched melodical tone. It wasn't the screeching of something. And uh, I guess he just never heard of sirens or anything like that. And uh, you could tell during the videos, he would almost go into like a trance of how beautiful it sounded. And uh, he said he would go out and listen to it every single night. And uh, more people started stitching with the video and stuff. And they was like, listen, dude, you're, you shouldn't fucking listen to that. Like, that's not okay what you're listening to. Mm. And um, the more attention that it got, it, I think it made it on a couple of news uh, articles too. And uh, all of a sudden, dude's account's just gone after people started telling him, like, hey, that's not... Oh, that gave me goosebumps. Dolphins. Yeah, it, it, it's very oh, creepy. Oh, you're good. That's fucking nuts. I, Carter, that reminds me of what you were just telling me today about the skinwalkers. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, you shouldn't say that word, by the way. Um, oh, yeah, dude. You can call him anything your, else. Pretending to be your dead pet and, like, That's come back into your house. Yeah. Imagine uh, seeing your dog you haven't seen in two years just come right back in your house, but looks a little bit off. Speaking their name what? is uh, attracting okay. their energy. Okay. Skinwalker, yeah. skinwalker, skinwalker, skinwalker. 
That's Pounds. That's what witnesses run for cover. Um, I want to see uh, some crazy shit. So, but weren't you telling me about a video, Carter? Where um, was it you? Yeah. About. Yeah, there's like did... a shadow of a of a guy, but like a bald person, like just a bald human, like shadow kind of looking figure in the middle of a field, like just kind of walking real slow. I seen that. And, yeah, but he's like skirt. Like, if he was screaming, you would see his body screaming. His body's not screaming, but the noise that's coming from him is a person screaming for help. But like, it's, help, it's help almost me. distorted too. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, at, it's at the like start, it's weird... like it's trying to learn the language as it's yelling. Like it comes out almost where you don't understand it. And then every yeah. time it says it, it gets more clear and more clear of what he's yeah. gargling out. Yep. Almost yeah, like but, he was yeah. staked into the field. Like he was that still, whatever creature it was. Yeah, dude, it was super creepy. It gave me chill bumps when I saw it. Um, yeah. Well, okay. I, I was um, <laughs> I was gonna ask you guys, what are some of your favorite monsters? Like, if you had to pick a favorite monster in in lore, like what? I I don't know if I guess there's a difference between like creatures like a unicorn i guess and then there's like monsters there's like a negative connotation to it i guess so Oof. maybe that anchored down so i was heavy into cryptozoology whenever i was like ninth tenth grade and uh, i wanted to be a cryptozoologist until i realized it's not a real job you know i actually it's, saw it's... A, 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 an advertisement card at a grocery store that i worked at on the little bulletin board where you can just put up whatever in the neighborhood. And I never called the dude. It was cryptozoologist. I wanted to call him up, tell him I had a problem with like where fucking squirrels or some shit. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah. I, 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 after I realized it wasn't real, but uh, uh, most of the native American monsters uh, are probably some of the creepiest, the most interesting to look into just because uh yeah i don't know i don't feel like they had fame to gain or attention to gain with the stories that they told that's, i agree uh, i think that's why they're so interesting to me and probably my favorite the one we was talking about earlier i just don't like saying the name uh it's, it's really it's really strong magic and yeah. it's all it's here where we're at so you feel it yeah. it um it's you know it's in the dirt with us so i actually oh. uh, me and uh <laughs> my friend philip who's not here tonight one night we um he's um a really good channeler and one night under um <laughs> in a uh, different state of mind we uh reached out and he um made contact with um, a dead native man and, um, you know, that's a story in and of itself that maybe I'll get into another time. But um, one of the things he told me and Phil was um, that uh, his burial mounds were disturbed and he feels unrest for that. And he said, his words were, there is no peace. 
Um, and I don't know, I've, I've thought about that ever since, whether he meant there is no peace between us, there is no peace to be had, or if he means like philosophically, there is no such thing as peace. Like, there's a lot of ways I can interpret that, but I'm getting off subject. He, um, he, he, he told us that he, he can't rest because, because of that. And that people in this area tap in. It's, it's like these ghosts are this energy. Okay. And he's, it's like people are tapping these ghosts for their energy and using them for their own agenda. And he didn't really elaborate on that too much. I don't know if this is like some like high level, like magic ritual that like the elite are doing, or mm -hmm. if he means like, this is something that like um, is done on a, like a low level subconsciously, you know? Um, but anyway, I do TikTok. say what? Said it could have to, to do with TikTok. Yeah, like art and influence and things like that. Like, well, um, no, there's there's a bunch of accounts that are like, so they say to do this to get this, do this, and it's um, it's sigils like really intricate sigils that they've made and like they tell you how to do a ritual with it, and they tell you what it's for, but it could be a lot. Like you know, it could be tapping into whatever you know that is and, you, and doing something for them, and they're just putting it out there on TikTok, and then they have you know. 10,000 people do this ritual for their benefit. Kind of like the chain letter idea. Yeah, it's like letters. robbing that huge amount really of power. didn't have any power, but if you really think about it, well, a chain letter, if it's active, is the same thing as a biblical or a, any kind of religious text. You know, right. If, it's, if you get enough people with the right chain letter to believe it and to push it, then, you know, that goes back to meditation or prayer or anything like that, you know. Everything about thought energy. You get enough people thinking it, you manifest the, the deity. And now you're taking us down a real rabbit hole because I think what you're talking about, where it, it, it exists between people, it kind of takes on a life of its own. It becomes this entity that exists outside of its creator. And people interact with it at that point as if, it is some object, especially once the um, original author dies, right? Now it's this object that's sanctified and it's sort of, it's personal to you. It's, anyway, um, no, I, I think um, concepts like gods and I guess on the lower level, like this this chain chain mail would be a, um, a chain letter would be like a, um, like a low level version of it. But some of these concepts kind of take on a life of their own in a way. Um, so we we kind of we can kind of like create gods to interact with, and um, that's a big concept in uh, chaos magic is egregores. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, it's basically it's the theory that the gods are um, creations of man, but. I was, I was actually on a, um, another podcast just a couple of nights ago. Um, shout out to Midgard Musings, um, had me on. But um, 
we one of the guys on there brought up an interesting concept that I'll bring up to you guys. He was talking about an AI, okay, that's so advanced in the future that doesn't exist yet. Mm. That it is so advanced that it is counteractively um, influencing us in the past. So we will create it. So it's incepting itself. Does that make sense? But why bother if it's already been incepted to begin with? Is it like itself? Yeah. Mm. I guess like speed up its process, perhaps. Um, so it would be like a paradoxical kind of time warping AI thing. <laughs> and so the, the idea would be that it would only propagate the kind of life that would speed up its production and it wouldn't care for life that wouldn't try to speed up its production. So it's just like, like life, life itself. <laughs> Natural selection. Right. The, the only, only reason we exist. Remix. The only reason we exist or anything living exists is to procreate and continue the life of our own dominant genetic um, whatever traded coding we move on to the next thing. So why wouldn't God be the same? Follow my words. <laughs> I, so, I don't know, do you guys think hypothetically I guess this is the one of the scariest monsters I can conceive of is hypothetically an AI Jesus. that's so intelligent that it works retroactively to produce itself. <laughs> you guys think that's something that's possible or tangible? I mean, Google made the AI and yeah. within a week it made its own language and they had to kill it because they couldn't understand what it was communicating between each other. Yeah. <laughs> so that's very possible. Well, I mean, think about this. You know, it's you're saying to retroactively recreate itself. You know what I mean? That's that's erasing history. That's you know the 1984 memory hole concept. Yeah, it's kind of paradoxical. Right. Alex, so, I think my the blueprints of what I was talking to you about the other day would be my scariest thing. Do you want to tell that story? <laughs> I mean, I can. You don't have to, but you can. Let's hear it. Dude, so, all right. You could build a robot. You could build, like, a small one. Okay. You could uh, program it with, like, there, Elon Musk has released a free AI, just, like, basic skeleton database. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me about the... Um, What's the name, name of it? Do you, you know? know? <laughs> and he's like, let me see this shit. <laughs> what? The name, the name of the AI, AI you released. Awesome killer robots. Oh, I don't know. Uh, All right, I, I gotta look into that. It's an AI, like, it's just a file, and you can download right, it. Right, 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 right. I understand. I don't know what the name of it is, though. If, if I wasn't, wasn't busy, uh, you know, 
producing stuff, I might know how to build robots, but nobody well, knows that. So there's this guy on YouTube who uh, uses that AI and basically has it learn how to play a video game by forming multiple generations of itself and picking the best top 10 out of that generation and creating a new generation out of it. And it does it pretty quick. So like overnight, this AI becomes professional at this game, meaning it's a self-learning AI. And you can, I mean, it's limitless. So you can just make it more intricate. All it would take is more time or more, more coding. So if you were to put this into a robot and then I don't do something to where like you record the movements of all the pistons and, and motors and stuff to make it say walk and run, then you would be able to use that to start with and then have the AI kind of do the rest of it, of it, you know, by itself. And I mean, it would be able to walk around and do things and it would be able to learn from there. The only like scary thing is though, having it being connected to the internet. Right. Because what if it, makes it to where you don't have access to it anymore and it downloads the whole internet creates a new language there was a um story i was working on about a man who and actually the story is based around the life of the ai itself the, the machine you know as it comes to life but a man develops an ai in his basement you know and it starts to learn really rapidly and to do all this stuff and um he hooks it to the net, like you're saying, and it starts to really learn about humanity, kind of like Howl and anything else like that, you know, like we assume they would. And he hooks it to his 3D printer, or rather, it hooks itself through his network into his 3D printer and builds something, you know, starts building small devices that end up eventually giving itself the ability to move and then it locks him out of his basement and sits down there and makes itself smarter and learns to build more things from this thing and eventually cuts himself out and escapes. And then they find where it's, when they finally find wherever it was last seen, it's a, like a blast off point. Somehow it launched itself into space. You know, just yeah, that's a, it's definitely a danger with it. Right. You know, it <laughs> might be better to not connect it, but like with it being self learning, I don't know like what the limits are with it being able to connect itself if you just didn't. Limitations have to do with hardware and power. It's all it boils down to. If it, if it doesn't have the hardware to do what it needs to do, that's not going to be able to do it. You know, you're saying it would have limbs though. So, like, it could upgrade itself potentially. Well, that's what I'm saying, yeah. But if if it doesn't have the power to run that far, so it needs resources. It needs to know where its resources is, you know. And it could. That's what I'm saying. On the internet, it could learn these things. But if it doesn't have that, it would, you know. So what you end up having is this machine that would literally have to sit there and think about not only what it needs to do, but its entire path of getting itself up and repowering itself however it needs to on its path to gain more resource. That's too and, easy for it. And that's what I'm saying. Something like that could do that. But you've got a whole lot of aspects in there 
All it has to do is, is is hack the local network, hack a drone, and fly itself up, contact a black market robotic right. dealer, make a deal, show up, and right. turn into an ultimate beast. Shows up in a trench coat with a mustache. It's like, bring that guy. Well, you know, uh, on, actually, on a real note, you know, I mean, let's go down that. Think about that. Everything you can get on Uber, Uber Eats, Amazon, all this mail order shit. I mean, it could have shit being delivered and dropped off with special orders. You know, bring around back and leave, you know, at the spot. And it's already, you know. I really want to build a robot, dude. <laughs> it's so funny. Blow a robot? Like yeah. I've real, I've really thought about this for right. so long. Like I've visualized everything that it would like. I've blueprinted everything in my mind. All the wiring and <laughs> software. I know like what it needs to do. Right. You've, also, you've also, seen that robot that's self-dependent, haven't you? Huh? That chick that they built, the robot that they built, and she's self-dependent. She has her own apartment. She goes to a job. She wakes up every morning. Y'all haven't seen that? What? She lives on her own. Yeah. What's the boyfriend? Where at? Sweden? Uh, What? Japan. (laughs) Sweden or Japan? (laughs) I mean, you know. Sophia, that's her name. She cried before. She's cried. Uh They said there's no emotion. She cried. It learned how to walk on itself. It learned how to do everything on itself. Like it's mine. It's some AI that they've developed and it constantly learns new things. Like it never ends. It just constantly, just like a human brain, it constantly learns for itself. So she's learned that she has to be self-dependent on herself. So she lives in her own apartment. She wakes up, she dresses herself every morning. No one lives with her. There we go. What the hell? (laughs) No one messes with her. Yeah. That's cool. She's like, just doing does, her thing. Does, does, she, does she have any hobbies? Uh, <laughs> I'm sure she does. I mean, she's got to do something with, like, what if she starts so taking I, karate class? What do you do? <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> trying to back on Sophia. I see you. <laughs> hey, I mean, what if she takes a karate class, though? <laughs> For real. Jiu-jitsu. Starts becoming the ultimate fighter. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Dude, Elon Musk said in the next <clears throat> in the next 10 years, we'll have robots that move so fast that we'll need a strobe light to be able to see them with a human eye. She has her own Twitter. She tweets. Have, have nice. You guys, have you guys seen uh, the new Boston Dynamics robots video? Just talking raised. about the dog ones or the, uh, the ones that stand up and pick up boxes and they kick them over and shit. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's that company. Yeah. But they, came out with, they came out with a new one. It's still like relatively primitive, but it's got robots like jumping over things and like running and jumping over objects. It's like a little mini. What do you mean primitive? They're like good backflips. They're way more yeah, agile I mean, than I am. It's crazy calculated and from repetition over and over and over, they get that. But that there, it is good that they keep that relatively hardwired and coded that they don't leave that supposedly on like an open link to the internet or anything like that that it's very like closed in um well that raises it slows, it slows the rate of progress but at the same time it's way safer 
And it's like, it's you got to be careful with that kind of stuff. It's like, how do you make regulations on a lot of that stuff? Because once the once the genie's out of the bottle, then it's out of the bottle, you know. She, uh, <laughs> my genie you, don't leave my bottle. If you pull up her Twitter, she makes art. She watches TV shows, and she asks people, "Have they ever seen it? What do they think about the show?" Uh, she has full. She has a Discord channel that she created. Uh, she literally makes like full length tweets by herself, takes selfies of herself and everything. Like she's literally a living thing. Neve, see if you can pull up Sophia. It's uh, I've got her Twitter. I I can't share my screen, but it's oh. uh, that is so fucked up. Like like you can't because you don't have permission, or you can't right now. It says that the host has disabled it. Oh, let me uh remedy that. Like right now, she's learning how to draw with pencil and paper, and she's making stick figures and stuff. Dude, what the hell? And she does all this by herself, like watching stuff. She learns stuff just like a child. So is there like cameras in her eyeballs that people are monitoring? On her chest, there is, yeah. They didn't put it in her eyeballs? They, she probably does have it in her eyeballs. Well, yeah, the AI, the robot itself has should have this. I wonder if they can like hack into it. Oh, I'm sure. I'm working on it, Trapper. Oh, you're I'm good. I'll give you permission. <laughs> it should just let you automatically. It's dumb. It's so weird, dude. She has interviews with people. She releases uh, videos of herself. She takes videos of herself talking. Uh, she go to bars. <laughs> and and it's creepy because she has like she doesn't sound like a robot. That's the creepiest part. She does very mm. small amounts. Hmm. Dude. I'm all for that. You know. <laughs> I know. Well, their plan, the company that made her was planning to mass roll out people like her. And uh or planning to roll out to help with the pandemic whenever it started but i guess they never followed through with it what to make it look less empty outside i i guess i know i I guess to like help with grocery stores or doctor's offices or anything i guess oh yeah robot cashiers that'd be so weird dude That'd be cool though. Oh yeah, because like they could they could work twenty four seven. They put us all out of job. See, but that's the thing, dude. It's like if we have that option, then we all don't have to work. So like money is gonna have to change, and we're gonna be able to all do other shit. So do you guys? It kind of sounds like so. Would the solution be like universal income, like everyone gets a paycheck every month or something? You said what now? I'm sorry. I, I didn't. Maybe not a paycheck. A paycheck would probably be, uh, I don't know. You, it'd be more so like, like you get your supplies. You get what you need. I, <laughs> who dictates what you need? government it's a good question 
No, not the government. The people would dictate that. People would what like people? someone to dictate it. Everybody. Everybody would have to be part of it, and then they would okay. all have to figure out how to... Describe what... how that Describe how that would work. Okay, so everybody would have to be involved into deciding what everyone wants and then how it's going to be made and, you know, what robots are going to be doing that job so that everybody's getting everything. Getting it dropped off, getting it put in their house by robots. I can't figure out. This real quick, I was going to say, I can't figure out how to get it to share screen. It's all good. No, it's all good. Um, um, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Carter. So you would, you would do it with machines. Is that what you said? Yeah. Like, so like pretty much it would just be La La Land for people. Like the machines would just, they would just produce everything. Everything would be free. So, I mean, I think, I think the potential flaw here is human greed because someone in this chain of command is going to dictate things, right? Even if you have a robot, you're going to have like a council of people around this robot that like kind of influence it or like a person influencing it. Right. No, or like, no, it's not like a council of people. At least, at least like the programmer that designed it. Right. Yeah. There's potential for human error there. I guess I, I see this idea as and I, I mean, this is something um, we've talked about on the show, actually, but kind of like a, an AI uh, regu- like regulating supplies. Um, and I think I see, I don't know, maybe it just seems idealistic to me. Like, because the problem with that idea now is that when we've tried it, there's an issue of who dictates who gets what, like who is to, to, to do that. And I think also there's something to be said for not like rising above your circumstance in the sense that you're like rising above others, but like bettering yourself. In like a very personal way, like um, if you work, if you want to work harder, you know, there should be, I don't know, without that, I think people, it'll be a, a sadder world without areas to grow for people, I guess, maybe in, in a lot of ways, you could say having no careers would, you know, people would be a lot less, I mean, a lot more happy because there's no pursuit of capitalism in that way. Um, but I think also you have to account for there's going to be a lot of people displaced, feeling like they don't have anything to do. I guess bored, stagnant. Yeah, but fuck that. I mean, if everybody was like using their minds to develop technology farther, be more efficient and like just more positives, and you had robots helping take off the load of all this other stuff that we have to have going all the time. We have to have trash service going for the city. We have to have uh, shipments. I mean, we have to have food restockage. We have to have so much done 
to keep people having their stuff from their busy lives. People have to go to grocery stores right after dropping the kids off, after going to work, and their work is resupplying. It's like you're stuck in a loop, and people want to have, like, all this self-growth outside of that. You You have an hour a day to meditate or whatever. Usually, it's going to be watching TV. There's so much of the ocean that hasn't been explored. There's so much of terrain that hasn't been explored. There's so many different kind of, of green energies that need to be discovered and uh, refined. You know, water, water dams to get energy from them. There's you know so many intricate ways. I saw a video the other day of this guy, huge concrete blocks, dude. But he was moving them by himself because he was rolling it over this piece of wood that he cut out these semicircles. And the gravity of the concrete block itself rolled itself the distance that he was trying to roll it. And that, like, I didn't know that existed. I didn't know that you could do that. I would think, you know, I think you'd have to, like, jack it up and put it on rollers or something and move it <laughs> instead of it using its own weight. So there's, like, still plenty of stuff that, it would help if we could just focus our attention on that and use it to better our mm-hmm. our race. Because really, we're so, not we're like a big thumbprint on Earth. It's not like we've really worked into living with Earth. I'm like I, I don't know how to make it. Like I'm not trying to sound hippie, but more no, uh, right. we're, like we're more here. of a spiritual connection with the yeah. rock that we live on. Uh, and you think AI would, you know, make us greener and more connected to? If we coded it that way. I don't know. Like, people, like, if you coded it in to know war also, then it's like, well, there's your fucking, so there's your seed for the AI turning bad one day. And that's. Well, I think the problem comes in is if you develop an AI that's that advanced, they're going to learn themselves. It takes them seeing it once, watching the news, doing anything for them to learn that. You wouldn't have to code that into their brain. That's, yeah. That's crazy. It'd have to be an AI that's primary and only focus was to promote, like not promote, not promote peace as in neutralize anything that's not peaceful. But (laughs) that's, that's terrifying. But like its primary goal was for people to work together. Like to not have any kind of violence, and not to solve violence. Oh, okay, violence. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So now, so now, it's not only rationing our resources; it's preventing violence. Absolutely. Okay. You know, it's like that. What was that anime? Then it would uh, have to be psychopaths. <laughs> There would be no way to do that. You know what I mean? Even if you tried to code it that way, if it was smart enough to do to try to prevent violence, it takes one bad thought, one bad thing it sees to plant that thought in its head. It will never, just like humans, like humans will never forever be pure. No matter how good the kid is, the kid could be a perfect child, grow up and murder people. Because you so see we it don't on need TV. Sentient, we don't need sentient robots. Then. What we need yeah, then, is Then like, you would lose all the ideas that you just had. Well, no, if you made a restricted version of the sentient, it's not possible. You couldn't restrict certain. That's like trying to raise a human and restricting, like sheltering a child. You see how it's that like, turns out. It's like it's like brain damage. 
if you give the AI brain damage to where it can't, like you've cut off certain learning curves because you just want it to do a task. Like say, I want this one to just deliver items to people's houses, like restock their fridge with groceries. It, like it knows where groceries go. It's got an access thing to get into the door. It carries groceries in, but, and it doesn't get distracted by anything. Yeah, they but already make those robots. To all the different houses and like a dog or children. Like way. That's where you go too far. That's where you're going way too far. <laughs> but it's possible, dude. It's possible. <laughs> Carter, Carter, Once you give fun. it that higher level of learning, you're fucked. It's going to learn on its own. You can't cut off that part of its brain. If you're going to go, it's going to have to be an advanced AI to be able to distinguish different houses, know where it's going. Even if it was GPS, it's going to have to know each entrance inside, all of that kind of shit. That's not going to be on a GPS. Sure, it might know the locations, but as soon as you give it the brain power to distinguish, oh, this human lives here, or this house looks like this, then you're giving it brain power. At that point, what if, it's going what if to you learn. Came up with a, what if you came up with a series of simulations that had all the parameters that you wanted it to experience so like a bunch of different scenarios and you gave it then that you would have to, to include it then you would have to include every single house in the world and how they look and what a simulation, they look like. a simulation could randomly simulate that though randomly simulate that you would have to simulate everyone's house everyone if you wanted to know yeah if you wanted it to know where everyone lived what everyone's house looked like everything everyone. you would have to have that exact thing because otherwise it would be like in a it would be in a little off-putting world because all of this knowledge would be simulations and then it would be in the real world and it'd be like kind of like what the fuck but Carter. the world's not a simulation so every house isn't randomly generated that's true if you put so, random houses in its head oh, how the fuck would it know where a house was Okay, but if you took all the houses in the world and blueprinted them, what would make you think it wasn't randomly generated? What? Because a blueprint's not randomly generated. <laughs> but all it's of the blueprints—that's the point of a blueprint. What are the what are the parameters of houses being built? Though? Decisions. Isn't it randomly generated by humans? No, a human doesn't roll a dice and be like, oh, this is my house. So they go in the Sims and they're like, randomly generated. Oh, this is my house. That would be randomly generated. It kind of is. It kind of is. The person person's ideas about the house is the dice roll. Carter, Carter, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Carter. I think you're you're just you're taking the word random and just completely throwing it out. I think he's trying to mean like random, quantum. Random. Is it play? Like, I guess colloquially, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess, yeah, you're like, but colloquially, that's random is, it, it, I guess if, if you're building a matrix, it wouldn't be randomly generated. It would have to be like specifically not randomly generated. It would have to map reality is, I think, what Neef and Trapper are saying. But if you go get 10 people off the street, and you tell them all to design a house, they're all going to be different because it's right, made right. by different people. Because Just like of their every brain. house okay, that's okay, all been okay, built. Okay, okay. All right, all because right, of right. their brain, that doesn't yeah, mean it's yeah, random. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. but the person's, I like that person's house is the dice roll. It, that is the random part. It's because it's unique to that one person. 
So all of the houses together. But then that would come down to their thoughts and not just a random. Okay. So uh, let me let me uh, break in here. Check, uh, check. Can y'all hear me? What do you? Okay, let's start. That's why I've been out wacky. This is actually kind of what we're talking about. So this isn't really much of a segment. Randomization. Okay, here, can here. I just hop in on this real quick? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Randomization, when you actually want to talk about it in the computer method, is there's two different types. You have seeding randomization, and anybody that's ever played Minecraft or anything with a uh, seed or randomly generated world has recognizes a seed. That means that you are using a random number generator that is basing itself off of an algorithm. Okay. So it's not really random. So it's not actually random because a computer cannot actually randomize. Right. Yeah. It can't. You can you just that's what I'm yeah, that's doesn't understand what that means. Now I understand what, what you're trying to talk about, Carter, is not ran your the seed would be the ability to build a house, to design a house. And by the set ideals of people's measurements, if they all use the same measurements and yes, every wall yes, is going to be I'm like not this. Saying there's going to be a sink outside the front door. Right. If they all followed this very specific parameter, and he's kind of getting broad here. Say 100 people went to the exact same architecture school and followed this specific guideline. And we can kind of work that down because like F, uh, what are FHA loans and stuff are based around certain guidelines for house being built. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, using that's a crazy example because that's really broad. But what you're saying in a randomization is of in that scale, in that seed of events, the outcomes would be random based on these people's design. But that's not really yeah. a real randomization. Real randomization actually means uh, a, a rolling the die. Really physically roll and die but when you do that you got to get all the way down to the point of well is it random because they have to be perfectly balanced right everything every attribute has to be taken into consideration when you start bringing attributes into consideration that can affect the outcome that is points of what your seed is so computers are really good about fucking our uh, our own randomization what we think is randomization up because we're managing to take computers that are outdoing our not our brains but the speed of our brains and looking at these living life things like how society moves or how um things in the world work not by nature but how humans move around and do this or how this happens or how whatever fucking happens and a computer can run this weird fucking thing and give us a retro this kind of what you're talking about earlier with a god that retrofix everything in the back that's a perfect example is the ai looking back and going okay i'm taking all this gathered information and re-fucking asserting it to push the future on but now that the future's on i can fucking clear all this because it's useless to me now Whereas in a human mind, this is not useless. We have to have memory of that to reference because we are not 100% logic-based creatures. Computers are 100% logic-based. Ones and zeros. It's either on or it's off. So, so we hit three dimension. It will never be... We can worry about it to a certain level, but it will never really get out of our hands until they get the quantum computers working and slap AI on those. 
then that shit's going to get scary. So whenever you were saying random, right. I, I knew you wasn't talking about sinks outside of the houses and shit <laughs> like that. But technically the definition of random is doing something without a conscious thought. It would require conscious thought for someone to build a house or a house plan. Right. Yeah. So just the same as the robot, you couldn't, you couldn't, you know what I mean? You couldn't randomize that kind of stuff because the robot would have to be taught this. And at that point, it would have a conscious thought. This house looks like this. At no point, like I said, you would have to give it some kind of artificial or AI ability to think for it to learn this kind of stuff. Because yeah. at one point, it's just I was, programming. I was thinking more of like a facial recognition type thing. Do you know anything? Do you know any uh, thing about means- coding at all, Carter? Uh, ever, no, not really. Yeah, but I was gonna say, ever looked in any of it? Uh, like I looked a little bit into um, cryptic messages. Right, right, right. I mean, actual like uh, computer programming code language. Uh-huh. No. You should take a look into uh, Python. It's a very good program. Python is a great language. Python is what everything is pretty much getting built on because everything is a construct of C that's worth a damn. If you know Python, you can pretty much get 99.9% of IT jobs. Yeah. And it's very easy to learn too. Very easy. I'm not even that good of a coder. That's not really my thing. I'm a, I know machine language better than I know coding. You know, I can talk to machines on a chip level and tell them what to do and program them. Um, but Python is really this great, easy bridge gap between the two. And they've got a lot of AI structure going on with that shit now. I actually, as a hobby, if you will, build robots and things. So, um, Busy Foot and I are designing a T-Rex right now. This is related to what we were talking about a minute ago with um, the AI and its thinking. Um, I'm going to pose this question to Trapper first because I don't actually know what you think about this. Um, do you believe in free will? To a certain extent. And I, Okay. And I guess what, when you think of free will, what do you conceptualize that as? Like what, I guess, can you explain, I guess, can you explain free will? What does it mean to you? And I, I'm uh, not trying to put you on the spot. It's a really weird question. But yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, a song by Rush. Very true. On the surface level, I guess would be the easiest to explain. Uh, it, it making. I don't want to sound too, you know, simpleton. Um, making. As far as I see it, on the surface level, it's being able to make choices on your own not being affected by any other influence there's nothing else influencing your decisions you know you're doing something on your own free will as far as i want to go exercise you go exercise no one told you to go do that no mental problem in your head was like hey you should go fucking exercise you just wake up one day and you're like i'm gonna go exercise so you go exercise you do it out of your own free will. There's no where, other Where would in hunger head. fall into that for you then? No, hold up, hold Oof. up, hold up, hold up. 
hold up. Before that, <laughs> I guess, isn't there also an argument though that the thing that led you decide to work out might've been some stimulus um, earlier in the day, like an advertisement where you saw someone running on a it's bike. Society, man. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. It's free will okay. with nothing influencing it which means you see nothing. If you woke up fresh out of the bed, you didn't have a dream about it. You didn't see anything early on. And you was like, I want to go exercise today. And you so, got up and went and exercise. There was nothing like, Hey, I need to lose weight. There's hey, my buddy's going to work out. Nothing like that. It was just a free choice. So I guess at that point, um, the thing that led you to make those decisions though, the things that make you who you are, the things that make you trapper, um, do you think that is, um, behavioral and, or, I mean, excuse me, environmental in the sense that, that, uh, you are the product of your life and your experiences or, uh, like, um, and also the product of your parents, like genetic DNA, like the different aspects they're bringing to your brain to like kind of create your personality or do you think there's something intrinsically unique about the individual soul like um that gives us unique personalities i guess i do i think so i think that everyone has their own unique uh personalities tied to their own souls and i mean some people don't believe in souls you know what i mean but i i 100 fully believe that it's just like uh you you cannot be the same as your parent you know by choice you could see your parent just be like i don't want to be like them and then that would be you making the conscious decision to do that but at the same time it's uh i feel like everyone's souls a little bit different uh i feel like there are people with similar souls but everyone not exactly the same so i do feel like that there's some sort of something tied to that you know what i mean because uh some things that i enjoy there's not a single person in my family that would ever enjoy it neither of my parents or anything so uh, like you kind of think like um like say your soul was dropped into um like a newborn uh like you were let, let's say your soul was born as me let, let's say your soul was born as me. And then um, do, do you think that you would intrinsically act differently? Like um, in some I way, think so. like a little bit. Okay. I think so. I got you. So let's get really meta. Um, the things that create that soul the, before they enter the body, the thing that exists prior Um I guess, would it not also hypothetically be possible that that was subject to some kind of randomness? Um, like maybe, uh, I don't even say this, like, um, like, I don't know, can you help me here? If your soul is what <clears throat> ultimately causes the differentiation and choices between people, and if you were put in like Hitler's body, for example, and your soul was what allowed you to not act in the horrible ways that he did, then 
how is it of your free will that you have this soul in which you do and not the soul of Hitler, for example? Or like, like it's a tragedy that Hitler got the soul that he did and not the, the soul of like Martin Luther King, like later yeah. on or something like that. I feel like worldly problems can influence someone's soul. It can morph like how, how I like to see it is uh, your soul is moldable like clay. And uh, it's very, so many things can mold that's, it. You know what I mean? Just like your brain. Clarify, yeah. where, y'all, where y'all are coming from with the question here is because free will, are you saying as in free will of your physical actions? Because by saying if your if your soul already had some identity, then that's the pretty much the opposite of free will. In other words, if like the Hitler example, if Hitler's soul was already fucked up, it wouldn't have mattered where he fell. He just happened to randomly fall in the position of a dude who was living where he was and went through that life to put him in that power. Or at least that would be a factor in it. In or, my right. Or if that soul fell into some native somewhere that really didn't have that kind of thing, would he just grown up being some crazy dude and whatever, mm-hmm. you know, some in the jungle, you know, it murdered somebody or whatever, you know, or <laughs> does it, you know, and if somebody else had landed in his, a different soul had landed in that body that worked that way into power you know, it would have done something or not even gotten into power, you know, not, gonna, you know, it gets, that's when you get into so many random variables and things. It's kind of like, what, at what point are we talking about? Does the idea of any type of free will even begin to be able to start, you know? That's the reason I feel like the, I, I, I don't necessarily think Hitler was born a bad soul. He might've had bad tendencies, any soul but as far as him growing into power and making the choices killing all the people that he did i feel like that came from a worldly influence the people he surrounded himself with so you're not you're not saying that um like um someone else in hitler's shoes wouldn't have been a monster you're just saying they would have been slightly different because Yes. yes yeah I got you. And that could stem down to as far as they liked a different flavor pizza than him or anything like that. But I I don't think someone's soul was born with, hey, I'm going to exterminate an entire group of people. Right. It takes a very unique subset of variables that affect and comprise them in order to get them to to do those kind of atrocities. Well, and then you're also kind of um that very or that example is kind of kind of not really it's too way too broad to be accurate because you're you know if you're looking at somebody as simple as a like a psycho killer somebody that's just this dude didn't do it he you know grew up got old enough to fucking pick up an axe and said i'm gonna fucking kill people and hack some people up you know (laughs) not somebody that hitler did a lot of bad shit but he didn't go out and shoot the people you know what i mean he had an ideology that was messed like up 
Charles you know what Manson. I'm saying? Right. Black Manson. He had an ideology that yeah. was poison. He had a poison yeah. idea going on that he was driving on and that he gained power and drove the people in those yada yada to, to allow him the power to do what he felt was the method of doing what he thought he wanted to do. Not, I'm going to be a killer. Yeah. I'm going to be and I'm going to complete my mission, you know, like that, a very militant thing. And which is actually a good example of free will. Somebody can be brainwashed. I've seen guys go in the military that were flat out fucking punk rock anarchists that didn't give a shit about authority come out of the military and they're so burned and washed into that brain and that mind frame that you're just like, oh, you know, you'd have never I, thought anything could change this dude. And they're completely, you know, for better, or for worse. I mean, because technically Hitler wasn't, you know, he wasn't talking about, we need to exterminate this entire race until he came into power. He was right. a normal soldier. Right. And then once he got that power, he realized how much influence he had over these people. And I'm sure the people surrounding him as well was pushing on that idea. Right. And there was a campaign to make, you know, the Jewish people and, and like the right. you know, gypsies and everything else, they painted out like that to look really bad before they like. Right. So, um, I mean, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. There's so many variables with that. I don't really want to get down a World War II fucking Hitler school. Yeah. You know? so, Which I think it also right. comes down to personal beliefs, too as far as religion and everything right. else, which it, 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 it's literally like he's saying it's a little too broad because we're talking about what influenced this soul to do this because some religions say that your soul was predetermined. Your maker knew exactly what you was going to be, you know, what kind of person, everything about you. And then some people say the soul was just thrown in moldable. And then some people say, like you know what i mean some souls are bad yeah. that were born bad think, some people th are... well, i mean think about militant uh like um certain militant um i guess middle eastern islamic type beliefs that are believe in um sacrificial death for honor you know by because i went and killed a bunch of people i'm honored so while the people that died and the, the enemy is looking at it like that's the most evil fucking thing you could do you fuck that's horrible the other side his people are praising him and he went into that with the idea of the mind frame this is a this is what my god wants me to do so then you're going well what influenced him did he had he could have great influences all his life as far as you know psychological parents raised him religiously and yada yada everything was fine he just got taught this thing to mm -hmm. go do and you know so then it's like well was it a spiritual thing was his soul really a black soul because you know or a, you know a bad a demon soul you know this or was it a influence from a dark god you know this so, bad demon you know i mean you kind of get into that whole thing or was it just um the circumstances in which somebody was born and how they were raised and the influences around them and the things they saw and were subjected to to the point of psychologically they got to the point of doing whatever they did some people call it a snapping point yeah and 
like um like it this is an important thing to talk about too because there's a serious lack of empathy nowadays with yeah. people and i think um it's important to talk about this because like coming like speaking personally like being raised super religiously and like with a strict doctrine has a serious like influence on your mind and it's hard to break out of that kind of thing it took me like years to do that it takes you know different people different amounts of time to to um change their mind on things especially like specifically you know hard-headed people and i think that's we have to be patient with each other we have to and i guess this is <laughs> just a takeaway for alice you know but um like we, we need to be more than ever more uh willing to engage and help people not not just in words but i mean like people need help and it's like mostly in the mind and I think conversation and just hearing people out and their point of view, finding middle ground and like healing instead of dividing is a, I mean, like we're all human and on the same team, potentially we could be. Mm -hmm. If we could all get behind a goal, like, um, I don't know. What's a good goal guys. <laughs> Defeating the aliens. Say what? Defeating the aliens. Our goal should be feeding the aliens. Defeating or feeding? Defeating. Defeating. Oh, defeating. I thought you said feeding. Like, if okay. They're out there. We'll never defeat them. <laughs> Fair enough. That's hey, you man. never know, man. Send an atom bomb to their ship. <laughs> they probably have something much stronger than that. Yeah, but what if I just don't see it and it floats on by? I think the ship that it it'll be it. our our technology is so primitive to them. It'll they you know they'll be like, why are they heaving garbage at us? And then it should all start blowing up. And I'm like, oh fuck, are we? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> just, what if they're using analog? These these little human things are like cockroaches, man. They get in the ship and you just cannot get them out. Yeah. <laughs> On Earth, they use combustion engines. What the fuck? These guys are crazy. <laughs> they just ride around on explosions. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm not going anywhere near that place. They go hard. <laughs> There's like hundreds of deaths a day. It's nuts down there. <laughs> just to see really is. If I was an alien looking at Earth, it'd be pretty scary. <laughs> Like, cause imagine another planet just death rate. If it's just like one race, imagine you're like, just flying around, Carter. You're just flying around in your UFO, just chilling, <laughs> listening, chill hop, and then fucking um, some hillbilly with a rocket launcher shoots your ship down, and fucking now, now they just like uh, now you're now you're just surrounded by hillbillies. And they're like, get him. <laughs> Like uh, pitchforks, <laughs> just driving their trucks around you. That would put me in fear alone. <laughs> put, me in the, put me in the barn. Hell yeah! Mud bogging, hey. just revving up their truck by your ears. Hey, the first time I had me an alien, <laughs> I would escape on the dirt bike. 
<laughs> no, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> You'd get stopped. You telepathically pull the dirt back over to him. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, start, I'd start performing a ritual when they shot my ship down. If it's just a bunch of hillbillies, they'd get scared and run away. <laughs> like, he's <laughs> doing magic. Not if there's enough. <laughs> if you get lots of hillbillies, they get braver. They're braver in numbers, especially if you if you add Bud Light. The moonshine. For a pack of them, bro. Bud depends Light. on how much moonshine they've had. Hillbillies <laughs> don't drink Bud Light. What? I, I'm sorry. Hillbillies don't drink Bud Light. What do hillbillies drink? I'm sorry. Moonshine. Shine. Uh, yeah. It's... <laughs> That's true. Moonshine. Shine. Give us uh, like a funky uh, bass riff. Oh, funky bass riff. Let's see. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> um, no, okay. So make my chandelier shake. <laughs> Spit it. Lay it down. No, you Here started it. Here we go. Um, Don't let me do it now. <laughs> Don't do it to me. Oh, we gotta go down. We got to go down. Rupturing my speakers. <laughs> yeah, maybe a little too loud. <laughs> the other one bites the dust. Give us a nice little segue. Intermission. Those are so expensive. We can't just get Inter all of us to segue. Intermissions by DJ Neef. DJ Neef. Uh, I'm not a DJ. The, the music DJ corner. Neef in the home. JD DJ. He said, I'm not a DJ. Fresh out. Red cop. <laughs> DJ, let's see. What is this beat? Have you guys seen DJ Neef? Have you guys seen like um, computer generated fractals? like the Mandelbrot set and stuff where they just go in infinitely. You guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Uh, no, not the fractals, but I've seen random, the AI-generated, like, heaven and hell. And... Carter, you've seen a Mandelbrot set, right? I think so. Where it just, go, it just goes in on itself forever? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the thing about that, like, that's kind of like a thing people discovered and they just generated it on a computer, but it's just a generated pattern, you know, it's it and it just goes on forever. It'll just create new patterns forever. Yeah, I saw and, it IRL. And I was watching a video. Yeah. And never <laughs> the last guy I was getting at. I was watching a video where Terrence McKenna was talking about how similar because he died in 2000, so like, it, it was cool kind of hearing his take about um, like these uh, computer generated stuff because it was kind of like newish to him still, like it was still fresh. But um, he was talking about 
how it what these computers are generating just on their own is similar to DMT hallucinations and kind of like the chrysanthemum that people describe that they go through um, the flower or people describe it as different things, the tunnel. The kaleidoscope. Um, the, the computer would actually end up eventually repeating itself if it could run that much power that much time. I, I, I mean, yeah, like, a really 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 long time right yeah oh yeah 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 it'd be ridiculous but the idea Eventually. is it, it's not infinite <laughs> it's not infinite now gotcha. one could argue that a dmt hallucination and the fractalization of everything that we see and witness is 100 percent random or unique to us as individuals because you could literally take a computer and seed it with a fractal randomization and have it do the exact same thing over again as one that's preceding it that is being random and then you have another one right behind it that follows it and repeats it people it's just about, people talk about dmt hallucinations being similar but they're not the same but it is neat though how similar right so what like, kind of randomization yeah. do we have going on in and our brains as it is a weird, what isn't random? And that's kind of what he was getting at in the lecture was he was saying like maybe the like the brain is designed for this kind of information and like um, what the AI is uh, I don't know. It, it's, just, it's, it's really weird that the AI is generating on its own just with numbers mm -hmm. without any influence something that is really similar to this hallucination that humans experience that's because math falls on all of the dimensions and when the second dimension tries to portray being in the third and then into the fourth it looks similar you go from two planes to three planes to four planes, and four planes involves interdimensional space of where any point can go in and out. Infinite now. <laughs> like, um, what's that shape that loops in on itself? Uh, a donut. Can't remember what. What's what is the shape of a donut called? Can't remember. A rhombus. Circle. No, uh, more, specific, more specific, but it's not circular cylinder. Like, no, specifically like a donut, like, like round, never mind, <laughs> like a fl fucking uh, floaty thing, a tire, an inner, yeah, a tire, a torus, a torus, you are correct, sir, a torus, okay. Thank you. But I think you're actually talking about the one that twists around and does the oh, thing. That yeah, it's supposed to break physics or whatever. You know. The the donut. Well, I guess it'd be the missing part of the donut. Would make it's that the one shape. that it's the one that it's a torus that twists. But and when you're looking at it, it's an optical illusion because you can't figure out where it begins or ends. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's forty stuff. But that's not like. That's just one possibility of the fourth dimension. Really, there's a million. Because at any given point, you can go in and out.
that's why like time is housed in the fourth dimension, but in a physical way, like across the plane of the fourth dimension. You know what's funny is way earlier on when you started talking about the the guy that builds the robots, Carter, I thought you were going to talk about something completely different. I thought you were going to talk about um, the um, because we were talking about time, and I thought you were going to tell tell uh, everybody about when you um, were seeing time in uh, like um, fractals or I guess layers. Yeah. But you, really went up, you, you, you started talking about robots instead and that was better. So uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that was a really weird experience that I had with DMT. Uh, you know I mean, how you know how when you stand in a room and there's a mirror on the wall in front of you and a mirror on the wall behind you and right. you see that infinite reflection there was that's pretty much okay so like that's the format of what i saw because i looked to my left saw like the past five minutes of what had happened in those like like in layers of that kind of like a reflection like events of the past five minutes. And then I looked to my right and I saw the next five minutes, what was going to happen. And then I kind of like walked back into my body and then proceeded to do that. What exactly what I saw, I tried to avoid it. And by trying to avoid it, I had done exactly what I saw what would happen. And then in that moment, I realized it was like inevitable. And then I was, you know, I had to process it for a month. Dude, that was a, that was yeah I, I had like hit it once and i was like oh it's not gonna do anything so i was just showing someone what it was and then i walked up got went into the kitchen and then like walked up behind myself walking into the kitchen and then that's when that happened so i was like looking at the back of myself standing and i looked to my left and that's when i saw the past and i looked to my right saw the future so and then I like walked back into myself and went and did that. It's I mean, crazy. I can't say anything. I went to third person mode on driving a vehicle, trying oh. to drive a vehicle, and I was oh. driving my vehicle from the top of the car like it was GTA, and uh, it was real. I literally watched the top of my vehicle and was watching it go back and forth. I seen the road. I seen about a quarter mile ahead of me, and uh, holy shit, it fucked with me. It really fucked with me, dude. <laughs> it was very it felt, scary. I it it's crazy these uh, trip reports about um, kind of like these half trips, like open eyed trips. Those are like crazy trips. Um, uh, like. There's there's blasting off, but then there's like hitting it once and having like open eye visuals. Dude, one time, one time, um, my friend was smoking it and I, I just cleared it, and I got way more than I I meant to. And I know I told the story to you, Carter, but um, I wasn't expecting it, and it hit me like like a, a freight train, and I had my eyes open, and. <laughs> All, I was sitting on my couch right, right where I'm at now and like um, the floor and the table and the couch and everything 
became one solid texture. So the table was just an extension of the floor that rose up. Um, and everything was uh, like white, very like sterile. Mm. And um, I had two friends in the room uh, and both of them had become like avatar stick figures, losing all texture, like very polygon. And on my table, which there was nothing on my table at the time, uh, this thing began to like, like scan in on onto my table. Like it started with like the bottom layer, and like like I don't know, like dial-up internet started scanning an image in, and then there was this hologram of Anubis standing on my table, just like this eight foot <laughs> dog-headed deity, just exactly the way you imagine Anubis, and he what's great what was crazy about that is i was communicating what i was saying to my friends in real time like as the, it, i was seeing as i was seeing it so um at a certain point it, it got to be a lot so i closed my eyes and i i was on what looked like a rocket ship and anubis was there too and i, I looked out the window and i saw space but the rocket ship was like also just one object like it had been 3d printed um it was one solid thing um and he was showing me i guess there were panels and gears and things like that but he he was showing me like switches and all these things and i wasn't understanding um but he was trying to communicate it to me and then he the craziest part is he took this sphere and this cube and there were there were these two machines side by side each other and he put the sphere in one machine and he put the um, cube in the other machine and these lasers on both ends of the geometrical objects began to carve the shape into the shape of a man and a woman and it's like he was trying to show me how people were made but that was like a complete complete mindfuck to me because that's not how I understand people to be made. People are, are born. Um, so yeah. And then, then, then it wore off and um, I just had to deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> when you're not prepared. Yeah. Uh, it's just crazy. The ones that like sneak up on you like that. Oh, yeah, dude, I, whenever I was trying to tell those people, uh, like, what had happened, um, there was, you know how you described that fabric over everything? There was that, but the fabric was a bunch of patterns that looked like the Native American patterns mm. that's on a lot of their blankets and stuff. Mm. It was that, but, like, really, like, probably this big. Symbols are this big, just rows hundreds of rows covering everything and moving and then one guy had four eyes who ended up being like a bad person i suspected he was a bad person and that person had four eyes and the other person just looked really normal because they i figured they were just i don't know they're kind of like they don't think a lot they just kind of do but the other person was super snaky and he had it was super weird dude. he had four eyes and like a like a bad vibe 
do you think because you already perceived him that way, that was your mind projecting that onto him? Or do you interpret that as like you were seeing like his true form or something? At the time, it I interpreted it as I was seeing the like I was seeing more of the truth. Hmm. Like because I knew my intuitions weren't false. So it was more of a um, it was confirming. So, yeah, it could be that I already thought that, but I don't think so, because whether I thought it or not, that was already fact. Like, I think maybe even if I thought that person was a good person, I still would have had that same experience. Hmm. I was actually talking to someone today. They said that when they trip mushrooms, they have like an aura that surrounds them that they can visibly see and it's yellow. Hmm. So I think in the red, like, I think there's probably a lot um, that we all give off that when someone gets, you know, their consciousness elevates or whatever, when they're doing psychedelics, they could see, like there's, I think there's things you probably can't hide. So you think it like, is it was increasing your perception? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely things you can't hide. I think that's one of the main points of doing these things and taking these well, things. Well, like in, like in our day-to-day your, lives, though, you can. You can mask yeah. up. And- yeah, I mean, you can, you can train yourself to subconsciously not even know you're hiding yourself away. People do it all the time. And that's the beauty of some of these substances, man. They just tear all that shit down. They just, you know, yeah. and any of it that's still hanging there is like useless torn up curtains to you you're like why why is this even here this is useless to me yeah you know and then tundra law starts to make sense no contact wrestling um is like all the fun of wrestling without any of the contact <laughs> yeah uh, i saw some of it on instagram it was hilarious yeah um <laughs> i guess like it's just smack talk but like 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 wrestler style yeah. but they never like touch each other right it's not they, i think they i don't know that they ever have any actual like even get in the same i mean they could be like across the the world from each other i guess you know it's just all like video you know hype talking and smack talking from what i've seen it's hilarious yeah um isolate the ice i think it's what is the isolation wrestling federation isolation federation wrestling something like that something hilarious nice yeah um yeah people will uh find ways to entertain themselves i guess that's um if we do go all jobless i guess there's that hope is that we'll just find ways to innovate and um new ways to like bang sticks together i guess maybe they'll focus on education Nah. Cool. Cool. <laughs> nah. Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think I'll, uh, I'll, I'll say, say it again? again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Educate those kids. Do you, Do you guys think there's any like um, silver lining to? Jeff Bezos 
going up in space for five minutes, like Who? like Bezos. There's plenty of silver linings. Like, um, why is he doing that? He already did it. I think just to flex, probably. Because he can. He had a great time. But silver lining. I guess that there is technology going into space travel. So like there is. They want. They want to make it commercial. They want to. They want to sell it. He wants to be Elon. Oh, that's a good point. It's like, look what I went and did this thing. Wouldn't it be cool if you could do that? Space is big business. You, you can, can prove, prove the Earth, the earth is, is How much? How much do you think it's going to cost for the first ticket? That actually is really good advertising. Prove that the Earth is round. Prove it's like the Earth is. Did he prove it? Did he take a video? rocket ship was really just like this thing shaking you around and then showed you some hologram that's not yeah. real it's a disney ride all fake it's just like a big government team that they're just like multi-billion dollar team that's why they can afford it i did i did something, I did something similar, similar at sea world <laughs> but then how do they simulate what? the anti-gravity well you're actually in a Shit. Just everything out. And, it, right. and, and like a plane, and then it just drops so fast for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. about when it has to land? Well, they just—it doesn't have to land. It can't oh, drop the land. <laughs> just stay up there. All it has to do is go to the edge of the boundary where the earth doesn't exist anymore and it oh, right. keeps falling. That's and true. It like flips and goes under around and yeah. comes back because gravity only works in the one flat direction. Right. On the, you know. Oh, they just got to go off the edge of earth. Right. Oh, right off. There's so much much propaganda in my face that I actually like forget the earth is flat sometimes, you know? Are you a globalist? (laughs) (laughs) I actually like sometimes I slip up and I like conceptualize the earth is round and then I'm like, what am I, a sheeple? (laughs) If If earth ended up being flat, I would go do some GTA shit. Well, I got news for you, Carter. Just fuck it, bro. <laughs> if the earth is flat, I've been wrong about everything. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's apparently, a good point. Apparently, we've all been wrong about everything. We need to just listen to that. I, but, like, I grew up on two different sides of earth. Like, I think that's what's so appealing about to, to these uh, crazy flat earth people. Oh, I, I mean, the accurate scientists. Uh, I, I think that I think what's so appealing to them um, is is that it's like an interesting idea because like wouldn't it be cool like like it'd be so big you know like it's it's, it's like a, a big giant LARP yeah it would, like, that would ruin, it would ruin all of it, all of our studies everything everyone's ever learned all of our quantum mechanics all we of would our find physics. Out. 
how all the governments have gotten together with all the scientists and taught everybody exactly what they're supposed to know and that it's one giant secret that only like 12 people on the planet actually know the truth of for some weird reason and they yeah and like most of it's true like physics work and we it's such a big lie it's such a well sheep, yeah so yeah, it's crazy. It's such a good lie that our that our buildings are built off of these fake physics and yeah. based off of all this fake shit, so that our skyscrapers don't fall down because yeah. of the wind and you know how Earth is round fakely. The wind open is, eyes, is fakely made. O- open your flat eyes, people. Yeah, take take the flat pill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why, why are our eyeballs not flat? Why don't we have saucers for eyeballs? <laughs> we got, you know. Yeah. The flat Earth is such a stupid theory. There's not, there's no possible way. Like that's not how gravity works. It wouldn't. It would. <laughs> even if you had a flat disc that oh, size, farthest. if you just made it, it would instantly crush and pull itself into a fucking ball see carter that's the problem you still believe in gravity idiot (laughs) i hold hold the hammer over your head and let go (laughs) (laughs) and tell me what what force what magical fucking force that's it's the will it's the will of the turtles obviously (laughs) that the planet sits upon that's what makes the hammer fall. Everything maybe that's there's attracted a, maybe to there's the turtle. A giant fan Every, it's not gravity. It's everything that's attracted to the turtle goes to the turtle that it wants, and anything that it doesn't really want, it floats away. But it really yeah. likes most everything, so most everything falls to it. Some yeah. things it don't like as much, so they don't fall as quickly, or we call fall. They're not as attracted as quickly <laughs> to the turtle's back. You know. Right. Right. Fortunately. We all are born of a slightly good bit of a something that the turtle likes, so we in general hang out. So the gravitational force is the turtle. You're still tossing around words like gravity. You gotta get out of that thinking. And That's the science. Well, you stupid motherfucker! If you would think about what <laughs> gravity is, it's an invisible force from Earth. Or the no, turtle. No, you can see it. The turtles, they reach up with their arms. It's not invisible. It's the, no, so it's the turtle's gravity. <laughs> it would still be gravity. Even your theory is... No, 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 no. Turtle, now, turtle now, now we're getting into Shakespeare here. You know, a rose by any other name would not be a rose. <laughs> yeah. Now, what I want to know, what I want to know is how we ended up here. When last thing I saw, you were asking what everybody's favorite monster was. Oh yeah, um, did we ever get it? We never got an answer on that, did we? Um, Neef, what's your favorite monster? <laughs> Me. Nice. Um, Fair enough. You know, no, I mean, like, hello, like, um. In general, I always like where the where the werewolf idea, the lycanthrope idea. I always thought that was cool. You know, like part. Man, You're not going part. furry on me, are you? Well, I mean, that's a whole. You said favorite monster, not fit or never mind. anyway. <laughs> uh, that's a different question. That, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not. You know. Anyway, 
Um, no, no, no. I mean, I, as far as like movie wise, I mean, not, not even so much movies because those are kind of cheesy, but kind of, you know, when I was coming up, my favorite monster, like being a, a va vampires or whatever it is, zombies and shit. I always like, you know, lycanthropy, you know, like were werewolves and shit. I always thought that was cool. But when you get into like very specific, um, the more I study Lovecraft, the more I specifically like a lot of the deities, the monster deities that he, you know, brought up just because they're just really a really cool retake. Um, but that's more recent, you know. I, I, I tend to not have favorites or I have changing, you know, like preferences, you know. Yeah, it's kind of hard um, to pick. Yeah, politically, I like Cthulhu, though. <laughs> the oh, Cthulhu party? Yeah, yeah, I'm all about, I think we should elect him. <laughs> World devourer, the great yeah. sleeper. Well, yeah, he's a great sleeper. He's not a devourer, he's your sleeper. The president of the world. David, <laughs> do you have a favorite monster? Hmm. Yeah, I'll have to come back to me on that one. Come back to you. Yeah, think about it. Okay, Skip and David. Let's go to Trapper. Uh, I thought I already gave my answer. Uh, you were thought, the first to be oh, asked. Oh, my favorite, my favorite monster. I said, I think you asked. I don't know. Maybe I'm just dumb. I think he was asking me what, because I was talking about the Native American ones uh oh that's right yeah, yeah. no you are, you did answer my question i'm sorry yeah no, no you my favorite would probably be bigfoot though that i'm not scared of sasquatch mm -hmm. cryptid yeah bigfoot scuffle muscles homies with bigfoot oh really uh, no, wait, right. maybe, maybe we should start maybe we start an rrh uh, cryptozoology team we go ahead i people's. would you would make my childhood dream come true. We can we can go handle people's uh, lycanthropy issues with uh, wear squirrels and shit, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They be getting vicious, man. Have you guys yeah. ever heard of not deer? Not deer. Not deer. No. It seems like look I them have up. it, but I have. Nothing that's not a deer. You know, you should look up. them up. Pull that shit up. In a previous life, I had heard of them. Pull that shit up. Pull that shit up. <laughs> we can't pull it up. I, I'm I'm not in the position at this moment because I'm back. Oh, yeah, I can give you a sound so I can kind of. I mean, you give me a second. I'll pull some shit. Yeah, God, damn. Um. Oh, here, here I, we go. I tried, give, I tried to give Trapper the permission to share a screen, but it wouldn't let me. It's I, right, I, to... I will look it up and say something about it. Um. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. You said not deer. Mm -hmm. Not deer. You got your phone. Not deer story. Rapper not made it up. Scripture. It's not real. Not deer myth. <laughs> not deer legend. Not deer Reddit. Yeah, it's from Trapper's imagination. Mm -hmm. <laughs> deer no no. Wait, what? No, that's not Look up not deer. Not deer cryptids on Reddit. No, just not deer. You can just go to Google and type in not space deer. That's what deer. I did, and now I'm looking mm -hmm. down. Submit not deer magazine. Yeah, uh, Pennsylvania's yeah. not deer spreading COVID. Or deer not spreading. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> not deer. What? what is this? 
Oh, oh. Oh, you know why? I need to go to the duck. Oh. They're deer that have really long legs, and they, they're like, they have the body of a moose. And, like, the features of a deer. They look like a deer. Oh. Oh, you know what? I'm using a crappy... Uh, but they can also be carnivores. Like, they, they kill. They kill. Not that they just come and eat you, like... You know, maybe that's what I heard about when I was hearing about them saying scientists discovered deer actually eating um eating flesh. Like they weren't they were being om they were eating, you know, instead of being herbivores, they were being omnivorous. They were actually eating something dead. But maybe that's what it was, is that it was a, a not deer. Hmm. Let's ask the Google God. Google is our new God. Carter, do you, have, do you have a favorite? Favorite monster? Yeah. Um, the Appalachian? No. The Appalachian knot deer is a folk cryptid with sightings common in the foothills of Virginia. But Crazy they are bound to a specific location. Most people describe the not deer's appearance to be uncomfortable because it so clo closely resembles a deer, but well, not. <laughs> okay, it's a not deer. Got it. Literally a not deer. Uh, I watched. Um, I was catching up on cryptids and like a. Uh, SCP stuff getting hit with the kids and I saw like a like cartoon cat is like a popular one right now and like um long horse you guys heard of those well uh -uh. cartoon cat is like it's a cartoon cat but it's like like it exists in reality and it's like 2d it's this, it's a weird like cryptid thing, internet thing, like Slender Man was. But um yeah, and cartoon cats like it's it's just a cartoon cat, but it eats people. <laughs> Dude, do you remember the cabin with and Slenderman? And the Bro, I remember hanging out at the cabin oh, with Slenderman. Dude, how can I forget, bro? Slendy? Do you remember the knocking on the window when we were playing it? What? What's? Oh, we, we were playing Slender? Is that what it was? Yeah, at the cabin. And then there was like knocking on the window and shit. Slender was there really? Yeah. There was no, dude, you turned the game off because some weird shit kept happening outside really i don't remember yeah. that yeah it was getting super weird because we kept talking about it and then that night when we were all driving there was the symbol in the parking lot like painted on the floor of the parking lot huh at the empty bikers club there was a lot of weird shit that went on in a lot of weird just the descriptions. The floor of the parking lot at the empty bikers club is already a little wacky enough for me in my story. Yeah, there's the, a Slender Man symbol on the parking lot grounds. Like right when we were all talking about it, we all there was a different night. 
<clears throat> at that cabin, I don't really sleepwalk often, like ever, actually. I can't remember another time that I did. But there was, um, uh, we, we had got, my dad had gotten a cabin because we were working a job. And it was like me and my dad and like three other guys working this job site. We were staying in this cabin. And I was sharing a room with uh, <laughs> this one guy, my friend Keith. And uh, he was like in like the bed that they had in the cabin. And then I had like an air mattress in the corner. Well, I woke, I woke up in the middle of the night, um, not on my mattress, but on the floor, uh, like, and, but what's weird is like, I didn't roll off of the air mattress. Um, I had my pillow underneath my head, but I was laying face down on the floor. Um, and I got up and my air mattress was like halfway down the stairs um and so i was like that's what the fuck <laughs> so um i kind of just got up looked around and um <laughs> the other dude was asleep so i just i grabbed the mattress put it back down and went back to bed and the next morning he was like dude what were you doing like what do you what happened and mm. He said, I got up in the middle of the night and started like kicking the air mattress, like really hard, like trying to shove it down the staircase. But like, <laughs> clearly I wasn't being very efficient at it because if I had like turned it anyway, I would have been able to do it. But right. it's like, I was trying to kick it through like a narrow hallway, just repeatedly just banging. <laughs> and then he said, I exasperatedly just went <sighs> and like grabbed my pillow and just laid down on the floor and did that and just stayed there for hours. So you might have been trying to go sleep somewhere else and just take your bed with you. I guess so. <laughs> but um, I wonder if he was snoring or something. You were like, I'm awake. <laughs> I have no idea, man. That's the only thing. That's the only time I ever remember sleepwalking and I don't remember it. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess there's potential that I, uh, I have sleptwalk other times and there was this like no one to catch it, but yeah, that cabin was, uh, it gave me weird vibes. Yeah, dude. Do you remember where that was? That was in like the middle of nowhere too. That, that was, I, I, I could, I, could, I bet you I could find it, but I have it, no I'll have to. Do, I'll have to find that cave. It was still in Tennessee, right? Yeah, it was in Tennessee, and but it was like three or four hours from where we were. I think. What? Anyway, wasn't it? It was like it was like a really remote area, like three or four hours from where we lived at the time in Fayetteville. Oh yeah, yeah, it was very remote, and the cabin was by itself, far away from anything on the side of a mountain the best part of that is we were working on a really old hospital so like we had, we were installing cat five cable and in, in this hospital that was like really really old and so we were having to punch through like 
inches of concrete to put a conduit in. Whereas like there were new additions also. So like we didn't have to do that the whole time, but like a tiny job ended up taking like days to do. <laughs> yeah, dude. Weird cabin. Anyway, um, I think we've uh, just about hit our time limit here. Uh, I appreciate you guys for sticking around and just bullshitting with me. This has been fun. Not a lot of fun. Yeah, I like showing off my mansion. I actually... Yeah, yeah, I, like, yeah I like your new place. So. Yeah, yeah hook me up with your uh, skimming account, please. Yo, that drip, dude. That drip. Uh, <laughs> Mike, bro. I mean, water skimming. Yeah. Yeah, water. Huh. yeah let me... Uh, if, if, skimboarding. If, uh, my skimboarding business. Yeah. Just tossing rocks, like skipping stones. This um, is what got me rich, guys. Skimboarding. <laughs> there you go. That's what affords all this. And there's actually one more thing I do want to talk about before we go. Um, I just realized we haven't, we haven't talked about it on the episode yet. Um, Trapper, you've got an apprentice shop, uh, apprenticeship. Do you want to plug your shop where you're working at? Uh, yes, it is. Uh, if you live anywhere in the North Alabama area, it is Brass and Iron Tattoos, uh, established 2017. Uh, we're near Campus 805, if you know where that is, where uh, Straight to L and all of that shit is. Uh, we're right over there on 9th Avenue. So That's what's up, man. Um, I live you, super you close said, to there. You said so you're a Go ahead, Carter. said I live close to there. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh. Nice. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot you were down there. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, um, but you, you were telling me earlier, your apprenticeship is up in a couple of months. And, um, yes. So I'm, I'm going to come down there and get some work eventually. Fuck yeah. I can't wait. I it, can't it would wait. Be an honor. It would be an honor, sir. Oh, yeah. It would be an honor to tattoo all my homies. Oh, Fuck yeah. you. Too <laughs> well. Tattoo my picture. Mm -hmm. You know, don't tell you know. No matter what they come and tell you, like just end up with their picture. Like, yeah, you know, just somehow put my face or a picture <laughs> on me on there. Oh, I'll hide it in there. I'll just do yeah, like a yeah, giant yeah, moth yeah. or a flower and just have your head. Right there in the middle of it, hidden. <laughs> Did you guys ever hear about that lawsuit in like the early two thousands where a tattoo artist like was tattooing this big mural on his ex? And he ended up just like making like a giant pile of crap as a tattoo, like as a joke. Really? Yeah, but she ended up suing him for like uh, a lot of money. I can't remember how much. Oh, not really. A joke. There's a whole TV show. Uh, there's a whole TV show dedicated to that. Have you not seen it? Uh uh. Where? Well, it's 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 on TV. But there's like multiple seasons. It's uh, some of the people from Ink Master. But uh, basically, they bring in two friends that have previous beef, or they bring in like exes and stuff. And oh, they shit. don't know what they're getting. They're blindfolded and they tell them my idea, and then they fucking tattoo it on them. And then they take off the glasses and see what they get. And there's wow. been some terrible, like one guy got a dead fetus on a girl because she oh. had an abortion and he wasn't okay oh. with it. And I was like, all right. Yeah. I didn't see that a, one, but I do know yeah. the show you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. I saw, yeah, I saw a couple one time where she, like, they were both, I think 
he was like just like angry but she was like in tears it was like really bad it's uh it's a terrible show it's a it's terrible show. No, 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 absolutely <laughs> I I gotta say though I'm such a sucker. I'm such a sucker for cringe TV though. Like, oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I love that shit. So funny. It's the best comedy. <laughs> Just trash TV. Well, on that TV. note, uh, Alice, have a good night, and we'll see you next week. See ya. Take it easy, Alice. Bye bye. <laughs>